0: Welcome to the Agape Podcast. I'm Beck, a passionate, sold-out lover of Jesus who accidentally started a Christian singles ministry. And now I want to help as many people as possible to find their husband or wife while being super healthy and full of hope. So get ready for some real raw talk about all things singleness and dating.
1: You might not think I'm too amazing right now. No. We were having a, um, we'll call it a discussion.
0: A discussion. I love a lover's spat just before we started doing this. Because um, today we actually want to talk about the realities of being married and what it's like being, what, six weeks in now? Was six weeks? Six weeks in. Six weeks in, and um, change.
1: Four and a half months into our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I didn't sound too a- a- a enthused. enthused about that, but... Uh, I am a,
0: I love her. A <laughs> just um, trying to make it up because we've been fighting <laughs> yeah. and
1: yeah so um, expectations in marriage and you're just
0: demonstrated or're not even like warming up or anything no. okay well let's just tell, let's just say like so yeah we <laughs> we definitely um, have had a really steep learning curve with being married wouldn't you agree
1: yeah I think I think we were really naive
0: we're so dumb. And we
1: just thought, <laughs> like this
0: is gonna be so easy. Hey, we heard the word,
1: the word of the Lord. Yeah, and we're super awesome friends. So that means we're gonna be
0: super awesome in marriage. And we won't have to try that hard.
1: Right. Turns out <laughs> we have to try a whole lot harder. Um,
0: <laughs> it's actually pretty hard work. It's great and super worth it, but it's a lot harder harder than being single. But it's super stretchy as well.
1: There's a lot of there's a lot of ways where we're different. There's a lot of ways where very alike. One mm-hmm. of the ways we're very alike is uh, we're very opinionated and we don't like to be wrong.
0: No, our our uh, wanting to be right has not served us well in the past. And it was really great when we were friends because we we're super competitive and we would have game night and be like, no, I win. No, I win. Uh, yeah, that doesn't translate super well in relationships because... <laughs> it
1: doesn't translate when- <laughs> super well into the conversation and if Mm. there's conflict in the conversation like
0: no you actually said this no what i really said was this no you're remembering it wrong we've had a lot of those um
1: we're learning how to fight for connection Mm -hmm. rather than fighting to do right (laughs) beck loves to finish my sentences (laughs) Uh, yeah because
0: i knew what you're gonna say see i was right with that (laughs) case in point guys case in point yeah (laughs) yeah so um some of the things that i think we have found more challenging we'll we'll start with challenging and we'll end with the good stuff because it's way more good than bad way more not not even bad just challenging like everyone says having a kid is challenging uh getting married is challenging and it's so worth it um so i definitely want people to have hope but we want to give you guys a really real uh raw take on like what marriage has been like for us in the last six weeks because it has definitely been like way more, um, like way more challenging, way more stretching than I thought it would be. I thought it was just gonna be like, hey, we're married, we're best friends, like skipping off into the sunset. But um, like even our engagement was super tough. <laughs> um, you know, we got engaged twelve days after we started dating. Uh, we went from being like best friends for a couple months to like dating to engage twelve days later, and then. Um, We're going to tell the whole story in another podcast, but um, yeah, engagement season was really rough and pretty much everyone that I speak to is like, yeah, it's a really tough season Um, and that's not to scare anyone. It's just to kind of prepare you that, hey, if you're having a hard time in engagement, it's okay. It's like super normal. Um, Somebody described it to us like, it's like um, you have all the responsibility and none of the fun of marriage yet. And we had, like, I'm a pretty chill person in general, but we were pretty stressed, especially you. Hey, honey.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, so in the span of basically a month, I uh, started a new job, moved into a new place and got married. Um, <laughs> so I think out of like the five or six most stressful things you can do, I did three of them in a month. Yeah. Um, so I was, yeah, I was just... Pretty stressed out with all of this new stuff, new bills, uh, new responsibilities at a job. Um,
0: taking care of somebody yeah. yeah, now who can't work of, in the country. Right,
1: taking care of somebody that can't that can't work.
0: Yeah, I mean, so, we weren't married yet, but you were still like, "Hey, I'm paying rent, and that's going to be my responsibility." And so that brought in a whole other kit and caboodle of like problems. And if you can hear that, he's drinking some water. I don't know if you can hear that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, um, I,
1: mean, I mean, so going from, both of us kind of went from this, but you're going to where you're living with a bunch of roommates and rents, very affordable, yeah. to, hey, we're, f- like, we're furnishing and we're getting our own place and everything is, is on, you know, me. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there have been days where I didn't feel good and Bex told me, stay home from work, and I'm like, I, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, I have yeah. to go. Yeah. If I don't, like, I don't make money, I don't get paid, we don't, you know, we potentially don't, you know, make rent, or a bill doesn't get paid on time, Yeah, which is really important for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that was when, even when we would, like, engage, that wasn't even, and then we had, a, like, a wedding to pay for as well, mm-hmm. uh, on top of that, and then just really practical, is like, I plan, a we- like, we plan this wedding in a, in a month, basically, like, from when we set the date to when we got married, it was a month. And so I had an idea of kind of the things I wanted and it wasn't hard. Um, but then the execution, obviously, the great thing was we I delegated to like every friend that we had. They're like, hey, can we help? I'm like, absolutely. Can you do this, this and this? So leading up, like three or four days before the wedding, I was like super peaceful, super calm. Um, you know, my bridesmaid said that she's never seen a bride more calm. I was really chill because we delegated so well. But before that, we had some really... Crazy disagreements, and we were just like butting heads all the time. And we just had to keep coming back to okay, we know that this is just because we're stressed, it's just because we've got a lot on our plate. Then there's like green card stuff and like legal stuff that we had to do, and get marriage licenses, and all this other stuff is just like piling on, piling on, piling on, um, and then making sure our hearts are right, and etc. etc. And so, I, we've spoken to multiple couples recently who are engaged and they're experiencing the same thing. Um, it's not uncommon for the season. It's one of the biggest stresses, and even for someone as chill as well. Yeah, I think us. Yeah, still big.
1: I I think that it's important to know that um, you know, like we watch movies and we hear people talk about how great their engagement was. You know, ten you know ten years into marriage. Um, we don't. You know, maybe we don't hear it. You know, a month and a half into marriage, mm-hmm. but. You know or we watch these movies where the engagement is just awesome and so we come in with this preconceived notion of hey this time is just gonna be rainbows and butterflies and super magical all the time and everything's just gonna be perfect and I'm you know and in reality like a lot of times it's not the case mm-hmm. yeah we like don't get me wrong like, like there were some amazing times that we had in our engagement and dreaming and about things and how it would look like we had a lot of fun doing that and even like the day of was fantastic but like I just say that to say like it's okay you know to have a, a little bit of conflict
0: oh yeah it's okay.
1: okay to have difference of opinion it's okay to be stressed hmm what's not okay is to live there
0: yeah and like when you have you're having to make these big decisions about your life and you're like well, we're not even married yet and people are like so ha- come up like our premarital was like come up with a family budget like um <laughs> what kind of contraception are you going to use um you know are you going to what country are you going to live in like yeah all these big questions that you're like, oh, we, you know, it, it's getting real. It's not just about like the fairy tale. Right. Oh, I love you so much. It's like, you no, know, there's a, like practicals that we have to go through. Now, not everyone's gonna get, you know, married and within like four months, three and a half months of starting to date. So, but even people that we know have had a longer engagement are still like, this is still gonna be a process. Ours was just more like in a pressure cooker <laughs> of like, hey, here's everything at once. And that was a timing that we felt was right that was a timing that we felt the Lord was saying. And um, I like, I'll talk more about this in another podcast, but another episode, but I actually received a word uh, in October that I'd be married within six months uh, from my pastor. And uh, I was married within uh, five and a half months. And so we knew the timing was right, but just because we had that word, I almost feel like God had to give us that word to be like, hey, it's okay. It's gonna be rough, but like you guys are great and you can get through it. And so I think the biggest thing during that season was actually like choice. Like we had to continue to choose each other when like we didn't feel like it. Like, I'm like, you know, you always see these things like in engagement. Oh, they're so in love. I'm like, yeah, I fell in love a lot of the time, but there were sometimes. And, and even leading up to our wedding and even a couple of days before, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm choosing Nick. Like, I know he's my husband. I know he's incredible. I don't feel it right now. Um, anxiety yeah. brought out the worst in us.
1: <laughs> I, I think that that goes um, into Chris Valentin says that um, if you fall in love you can fall out of love mm-hmm. just as quick and so you have to be willing to choose love um, oh, and maybe. so yeah there were there were a few times where that got tested mm-hmm. there were a few times where I'm sure we questioned like why are we doing
0: this? yeah is this the right person this, like is this, this, this is, is nuts you know
1: um, but it was, hey, uh, I've chosen this person. Mm-hmm. Um, Beck played, I mean, like, it can't, you mean, I mean, this is a funny story and we won't completely go into it, but <laughs> Beck, Beck played a really bad um, what? practical joke. On oh, I was like, where is it this was, going? It was really good, but it was, I mean, it, well, I was. It was, it was hard it was really
0: good it was super uh, funny and everyone else thought it was great but,
1: but in it like i had to choose her like
0: mm-hmm. um i told him a, a lie that probably would have changed his willingness to want to marry me if it had have been true and so i actually got to see him really step up and be like hey if this is true like i love you and i choose you and And like, I was mucking around and then he like believed me and I was like, oh, okay. I'll just kind of keep going with it and see how it goes. And then by the end, he's like, he was having a hard time though. So I was like, oh no, like, I'm just kidding. Like, sorry. But just seeing him choose me even like, Hey, if this was, if this was real, I would still choose you. I was like, what? That was crazy.
1: I mean, but I thought it was real. Yeah. And, And I chose her. And to be honest, it would have been really easy in that moment to go, "Hey, I didn't sign up for this. Mm-hmm. I'm out." Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Like you didn't, like you didn't disclose this, you didn't divulge this early on. Sorry, I'm out. Yeah. And to be honest, probably nobody would have faulted me for it. No,
0: everyone would have been like, "Hey, totally understand, man." <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: but like that's the, like that's the choice of love, you know. Um,
0: Yeah. Can I just say on that too, just before that he'd played a really mean practical joke on his mom and she was like almost in tears and I was like, I got to get him back.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, and, um, I think for me just going into, going into marriage is, I'm sure we'll get into it at some point if if I'm on these podcasts at all. Oh, you will
0: be. Um, (laughs) uh,
1: This is my second marriage. Mm -hmm. I was married once before and, um, think, going in, I thought, I'm completely healed from from my last marriage. I've spent quite a bit of time, um, you know, seeking the Lord, going after, uh, going after healing, going mm-hmm. through counseling.
0: Being really relentless with that,
1: yeah. Yeah, being really relentless on healing my heart mm-hmm. and getting to a healthy place. But marriage has brought up wounds that I didn't know were there Mm -hmm. because I hadn't been in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, like that was something that was completely unexpected. And then bringing her into that process of like, hey, this doesn't really have anything to do with you. Like this is coming from my last marriage Mm -hmm. and having to be in that and, um, and and like apologize if, I'm short with her. If I'm short with Beck, or if some you know something like that, and you know having to go to God, talk to some good guys, um, you know, and then come back to her, and just be like, "Yeah, I'm sorry. This really didn't have anything to do with you. Here's what's going on," and then trusting her with it. Mm. Um, like we have to be willing to each other with our pain mm. um, it's funny like in in dating or even before dating when we were just friends it was super easy to hang out and when we hung out like we just talked about everything yeah yeah like anything under the sun mm-hmm. we would just talk about
0: and mainly I would talk and you would listen you're such a good listener but yeah. you were a bit chatty too yeah
1: but like, <laughs> but now it's almost I think sometimes we find it a struggle to do it
0: mm. We get out of friendship mode and we go into like married or work mode. Right.
1: Or we just go into a little bit of complacency. Yeah. Like, ah, you're always around. So That's you, true. So you know what's going on with me.
0: Yeah. I don't um, have to try
1: so hard. You know, mm-hmm. like one of the things we would do is just go for walks mm-hmm. and just walk and, walk and talk when we were friends. Um. And like, we do that, like we still do it, but we do it a lot less mm-hmm. now. And I think it's. I think it's just a point of complacency and busyness like Mm -hmm. oh no i'm just too busy you know like when she wants to do it i might be too busy when i want to do it she might be too busy and and so it 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 seems like sometimes um in marriage you you don't make time for the other person you want them to work into your schedule and so one of the things we're learning is like hey like how does your schedule and my schedule become our schedule?
0: Yeah, that's super and,
1: and what are what are what are the things what are the what are what are our non-negotiables and what are the things that we're willing to sacrifice? Because yeah. some of my not some of my non-negotiables are gonna come up on things that she can sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. Yeah. Some of her non negotiables are gonna come up on things that I can sacrifice. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And some things I've even said like, okay. Nick, on a scale of one to 10, how important is this to you? Like how passionate are you about it? And he'll be like, oh, I'm like, a... <laughs> actually I remember you didn't even ask me like, I'm, I'm really passionate about this. I was like, no, I need a number. And you were like, oh, I'm like a nine on this. I'm like, cool. I'm like a four. I don't care that much about it. So I'm willing to defer to you. And let's do what you want on this because it's not that big of an issue for me and so like melding our lives has been super interesting because we have such different values we have different values around cleanliness we have different values around like where things should go in the house we have different values on how we spend our time like I want to be out and go and like do stuff quite often and you really value being together and like I value being together too but I'm like oh friends this that that i will overcommit myself and do so much because i'm so go 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 and i have a vision i want to work so much and you're like hey i want to be with you like let's be present let's not do this let's not you know and so it's like oh okay i actually have to woo, prioritize somebody else into my life it's not just the beck show anymore it's not just what i want to do um and then you know having you be sick um you know nick ha- has been a little bit unwell overnight especially not sleeping super well And actually being like, oh, I'm up with him, looking after him, waiting on him. Hey, do you need this? Do you need that? Cleaning up things, Um, you know, just that has brought up a whole other realm as well of like being married that I was not expecting. I thought it'd be like, honestly, just like sex and fun. Um, (laughs) It's been super fun too, but um, it's a lot more real. It's a lot more like, oh, it's like a family member who I love and I get to share a bed with. You have to have super lots of fun with, but we actually do life together. Um, we have to figure out how to spend finances. Like we value different things in our finances as well. Um, and so now we have joint finances and we're like, oh, like should we let each other know when we make a purchase? Like, is this okay? Do you mind if I get this extra treat or whatever? Like we're having to talk about it um, just to make sure we're on the same page. We, for us, we actually decided, you know what? We're gonna overshare and over ask and talk more than what we probably should um, so that we have a really good precedent of like faith and trust in one another so that later, you know, we don't have to talk about little purchases, but for the beginning, we're just gonna do that to build trust in that area. Um, And so like, yeah, there's a lot of these things to like navigate through that I just was not expecting. Um, And then also I think the biggest thing was I thought when we got married, like when we're at the altar, standing there holding hands, you're looking into my eyes, I'm looking into yours, I'm like, oh, I'm so in love. Um, I would feel like a cosmic shift, like we were like one flesh, like something in our spirit would unite. Um, I would feel like Nick is my husband, um, but it really is taken, like it's six weeks in and I still, I'm like, oh, I don't really, I'm warming up to the idea. But even like a month after, I was like, oh, I don't feel like I'm married. Like I know I am, I'm wearing the ring, I've, I've signed the papers, we did the thing, we did the ceremony. Um, but like it hasn't quite clicked yet. Like I, there wasn't this big shift where I'm like, Ooh, our hearts have completely aligned. And I've spoken to a few newly married couples and they're like, yeah, it was the same for me. Like it actually took time for us to get used to being married, um, to get used to saying my husband. Like for me, I'm still like, Whoa, I have a husband. What is that? I wake up next to him and I'm like, you didn't see this before, but you were sleeping today. And I, I just watched you for a bit and I was like, Oh, and then I like kind of stroked your face, but you like without you feeling it. <laughs>
1: bit
0: of a creeper moment. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's mine. No. Um, and like, I was like, whoa, it still hasn't hit me yet. And so that was one thing that I really expected to just click in into place um, and really just feel. And it's been more of a growing process, a, a learning process, an adjustment process. Um, and like we said, it's real. Like we just had a disagreement about doing this podcast. Um, and we had to choose connection. We had to choose to go low. We had to choose to apologize. Um, but it's like, oh, you grow so much as a person. You grow in your like communication skills. Um, you know, think about it like having a best friend, like say if you're a girl, you have a girl best friend, but you're with them all the time. Um, and, and they want to spend time with you. And it's like, oh, and they're always there as well. And so if you've ever spent like an excessive amount of time with like a best friend, and you know that even though you love each other and you get along super well, um, you're like, hey, sometimes we just are gonna butt heads and conflict is gonna come up because we're just spending so much time together. That's kind of like what we've been experiencing, but I feel like every time we kind of work through something, we get a little bit, um, we get more ground, we get more breakthrough. And the other really cool thing is, In marriage, that's different to dating. Like I, even in dating, we were like this because of our dynamic, but especially in dating, there's not like this stress if we have a disagreement. Like I know we are gonna work it out. I know we have to work it out. There's no other option. (laughs) It's not like we're gonna like, uh, you know, break up or like get divorced or, you know, it's not like, you know, when you're dating, there's always that option of, hey, I could just leave. If this ever gets too much, too bad, it's not the person that I want. Or the, or the person that I choose, I can just be like, hey, peace out, I'm done. In marriage, I'm like, oh, we are gonna work this thing out. And so we might take a moment, we might take some time. It's more like, um, I, and I remember when somebody said this when we were friends, you guys bicker like an old married couple, and then somebody else said, oh, you guys are like brother and sister. And I feel like the way we disagree is like brother and sister, like we'll be like, oh, you're so annoying, you're so annoying, we'll be a little annoyed. But then we'll come back and be like, "Hey, bro, like, or like oh, like, I don't call you bro, but I'm like, hey, baby, like, do you want something to eat?" And you're like, "Yeah," you <laughs> know, or like, "Hey, can you do this?" Or do you want to play a game? And then we we're like, all oh, good again. Um, that's kind of how I would probably describe it best. Do you have anything to add on that, babe? I've been monologuing for a bit. Uh, I would just say
1: that, like, love and marriage looks like sacrifice. Mm. I think that we went in thinking that, oh, like, this person will just do everything that I want to do because mm. they love me and we hang out so well together. Yeah. But, like, we didn't hang out, like, we ha- we hung out a lot. We didn't hang out every day. No, not day, like this. <laughs> you know? We thought we hung out a lot. Yeah. She, you know, even today, she was like, you're a much bigger nerd than I thought you were. <laughs> you know, like, like yeah. I, I'm going through I'm going through the Clone Wars series and it's cartoon series and I'm loving oh. it. And she's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, this is great." And I'm telling her all about it and what's going on <laughs> and where. where You're it like has this it lumberjack
0: who like loves like Star Wars, D and D, like all this stuff that I just didn't really like. I, I kind of knew it, but guys, there are layers to this the thing. Like it just keeps it's like an onion. You just keep showing me this like nerd culture stuff that you love.
1: I'll convert her eventually.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> I do love Star Wars though. Just I've never watched the cartoons
1: yeah and and so you know it's but it's it's sacrifice like no i it's getting to be my bedtime and <laughs> i want to like just kind of chill out and then go to bed because i gotta be up early to go to work and beck wants to do a podcast <laughs> and i'm like oh and she's like you said we'd do it today and i'm like
0: to be fair it was like 9 30 guys we, we usually we usually go to bed pretty late <laughs> We should go to bed at like 11, 12. But my work schedule has changed. Okay. See, there's a little bit of <laughs> here we go. This is just a little taster yeah. to what was happening earlier. So, so anyway, the point of the story. So, but it's like, <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, let's, let's do this. Um, you know, I don't really want to right now, but love looks like sacrifice. And this is something that's important to her. So, okay, like, let's do it. Yeah. And, um. Yeah, um, but I don't think we thought there'd be as much sacrifice as there has been.
0: Yeah, I think we thought we were more on the same page than we actually are. <laughs> um, I or think... just
1: maybe that, just maybe that our interests were more in line. Yeah. Than what they, than than what they are. Yeah. You know, now now to our ignorance, horror. Well, to, to our ignorance, <laughs> um, you know, we got. We were in a relationship, and I mean, we're four months into a
0: relationship
1: right now. Yeah, four and a half. You know
0: the oh, almost five. Twenty third will be five. Uh, it's now the eighteenth. Woo <laughs> Making know, traction. We're
1: not necessarily the standard
0: <laughs> no. when it comes
1: to Christian dating and Christian marriage.
0: But I think also we hear about these whirlwind romances where people get married in like three months, and everyone's like, "Wow, it's so incredible!" And I'm like, mm, "Yeah," and the Lord's in it, and like you hear a word, but it doesn't mean that it's super easy in fact it probably is harder <coughs> oh sorry nick's just choking on some water he's got <laughs> he's got some heartburn so he's like drinking a fair bit um but what was i saying oh yeah that you hear about all these whirlwind romances and how amazing it was and like such a quick time but you don't hear about the struggle of like oh we actually don't you know we haven't dated for that long we don't know each other that well we have to wrestle through these big things when we don't have like a super like we had a foundation in friendship which is great because when other things when marriage stuff is hard or we're struggling
1: or 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 um you know or sex is hard yeah or it's not going the way in, that we wanted inti- to when intimacy is is hard like we have to rely
0: well it's not even that we rely on it, we just fall back on it really easily. Yeah. So we'll be like really struggling with like on a marriage level, um, like say financially or something, we're like talking about finances super disagreeing, but then we're like, let's go for a walk, let's go play and like um, hey, do you need anything? And like we it's like we revert back to friends and it makes all the other stuff so much easier. I'm like, I don't know how people who, you know, um have relationships or even marriages that are really based heavily on like lust, for instance, um, if that's If they get married and they're struggling in the area of sex, like, I don't know what they would have to fall back on, Um, you know, or if it's not happening the way they thought that they would, that it would, I don't know, like, we were really lucky every time something didn't quite go our way, or we were were having a hard time in a certain area, we had an amazing friendship to fall back on, because I was like, oh, Like, I want to go tell Nick about this thing, (laughs) you know? Or I'm like, oh, he's super annoying me. But like, oh, I want to be around him because he's so fun and I love doing things with him, you know? And I still choose him. And so like, when they say love is a choice, I'm like, oh yeah, there's, I remember hearing that as a single, and I'm like, oh, whatever, you're just so in love. Of course you choose them. And people, and they were like, no, there's days where I really don't feel the feelings. I'm like, I remember just being kind of skeptical. I'm like, oh, I guess they don't like fully feel it, but maybe they're like, you know, they, they feel it enough. No, there's <laughs> you have to choose, and it's a great choice. I love the fact that like you sometimes don't feel like you really like me, and I'm a butt, but you're still like, baby, I love you, and you'll come back, and we'll come back together, and we'll fight for connection, because that's what we, you know, what we need. Um, actually, behind Nick right now is a picture on my on my um, I've like a little vision board, and it says, great marriages are built brick by brick, day after day, over a lifetime. I put that there because I was like, yeah, it feels like we're just building bricks. We're six weeks into building bricks. We had an, an awesome time on our honeymoon. We came back and stuff got really real again. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just it just hasn't been what what I expected. I thought um, I thought, yeah, it would just be really like fun all the time, which it is fun a lot of the time.
1: But, um, but in the fun, there's hard work.
0: Yeah, because um, it's real. There's there's a lot of hard work. Yeah. You know but explain what you mean by that you're
1: taking you're taking you're molding two lives together yeah and and that's and that's hard work and even if you know you want, you want to use the the brick um
0: Anology. analogy Laying brick is hard work oh yeah cause you've probably done it you know
1: it's 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 hard work it's messy it's dirty, you know? Now, not every brick is like that, mm-hmm. but there are those ones, you know, that it's messy, it's dirty, it's hard,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but there's foundation in it.
0: Yeah, come on.
1: You know, and when it's messy and it's dirty and it's hard and maybe we're like, how are we going to get through this? <laughs> yeah, that's that, That's where we see Jesus the most. Yeah. You know, that's where we see Jesus, like, Humble us mm. and go, like, hey, you really screwed up here. Like, I've had I've had Jesus tell me a few times, hey, you really screwed up here. Beck's had Beck's had Jesus tell her a few times, mm-hmm. hey, you really like you screwed up here. Yeah, you need to go repent to
0: your wife. You need to go repent to your husband. Yeah, and you're really good at that. Nick is amazing at going to the Lord when we have conflict, and then um, he'll come back to me and be like, hey this is what this was really about. Or I'm really sorry, I didn't love you well. And I'm like, what? Like five seconds ago, you walked out. I thought we, this was on. We were about to go to like boxing rink. It was like, <laughs> never would think. He comes back and he is so humble, um, has such a, like tenderness of heart. And is like, I'm so sorry. Like I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have done this. Like Lord revealed this, this, and this to me. Um, or I've, I've done this to you and I'm so sorry. I'm like, Lord because the attitude change within like probably like two three minutes is just like crazy when the Lord comes in. And same with me, like sometimes God's like, hey actually this is you. Like you are being selfish in this moment. And I'm like, ooh, it's exposing and it's really uncomfortable. And I don't love it. Um because I like being like I feel like when I was single I've had a lot less like it didn't bring up stuff in my heart that much because I never had somebody with me that much. But now the Lord uses us. And everyone told me this before marriage, so I should have expected it. But it really does expose the things in your heart, just like they say what kids do. Um, and I think for you, for, for us, like you expose a lot of my selfishness, like how I want like things my certain way. Because I think it's the way that it should be and it's fun. <laughs> um, but I just, it never occurred to me that some, I would marry somebody who has such a different idea about certain things and then we're like oh how do we value both of them and and kind of trying to find a middle ground and i think the biggest thing for us has been like what we watch we really disagree in like tv shows movies we have very different standards um i hate
1: hate british romantic comedy (laughs) she she absolutely loves them and they drive me
0: i don't absolutely love them they're not all i watch but like (laughs) i for me my heart is really tender i won't watch anything with like sex scenes in it um with like really intense like uh, zombies and some and stuff like I've had uh, problems with like fear of death before and so I have to draw a harder line with that and that's been more of a uh, source of conflict for us oh this is something else I didn't expect in marriage um, so they always say like the man is the head and I remember a, a, um, a dating coach who was explaining how the man is the head of the household he's like the covering and when he he um, how did he word it when he slips or when he compromises in a way, he actually, um, there's holes in the covering that come in that can actually go down into his family and to his kids. And so I never really understood what that meant. But, um, when we got married, I, even on our honeymoon, I used to have a fear of death. Um, not a fear of like actually dying, but like afterlife stuff. Uh, what if there's nothing? And, and the enemy really comes at me with like that, that fear. And so on our honeymoon, I haven't had this in poof, like four or five years. Um, on our honeymoon, I just started having panic attacks. Um, I wake up or I'm, we're about to go to bed and I'm like, <gasps> and Nick has to like pray for me and I'm like freaking out. Anyway, um, so I'm having these things and I don't know why. I don't know how they've started. I don't know how they've been allowed to come into my life. Um, and then, babe, do you want to tell a part?
1: Yeah. Um, it wasn't when we were on our honeymoon, but like I was, one of my favorite shows is The Walking Dead. And uh, I've just, I've watched it you know, since day one, and, um, I was watching it one day, and, uh, I don't know, it was just, like, God talking to me, he's like, there's a lot of death in this, in this show, I was like, yeah, there is, and, and I, he just kind of left it there, and I was like, because, I mean, I was there for the conversation about the spiritual covering, too, and I, you know, um, I might have been born at night, but it wasn't last night. So I just, think God, I think God, <laughs> think, think God had me put two and two together of like, hey, so you're watching this show that um, is really uh, has it's it's around death, it's around dying, um, and and no, and like not a lot of like hope, um, and those are the things that like Beck has been struggling. And I was like, okay, um, like I just won't watch it anymore. Like if if this show is putting holes in the umbrella, so to speak, and of it's the covering yeah. Yeah, of, of the covering and it's it's causing her um, this anxiety, this fear, then that's something that something very small that I can lay down. Especially if I'm supposed to be Jesus to this woman. If I'm supposed to love her like Jesus loves the church. Like this is definitely something that I can lay down in the hopes that she might not have these these thoughts, these feelings, this anxiety, this fear. And and since I've done that...
0: Have not had it once. Yeah, and it was pretty early on. Yeah, it was... When that
1: revelation came.
0: Yeah, and that you know the crazy thing is I... Nick, came over, Nick just came to me one day and was like, hey, I'm not going to watch The Walking Dead anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, I honestly, I, I knew you said it was a, one of your favorite shows, but I didn't even know you were watching it anymore. I didn't even know if it was on or whatever. And he just said, yeah, I just heard the Lord speak to me about it. And he, he shared the revelation. And I just love that he's so open to hearing the Lord and open to like pivoting. Hey, excuse me, now I'm burping. <laughs> my breath's just like, I had some busy drink um we're both just like you know um open to hearing the voice of the lord and i know that if god spoke to me about something that i loved i'm like oh ooh, you know it might have to be a discussion but you just straight away were like okay i'm not gonna be watching it and i know how much you love it um
1: yeah and i i think for me it was you know like whether i watch the walking dead you know um or not you know it's not necessarily a sin no. but maybe it's a sin of omission um because like okay cool beck doesn't want to watch it i'll just watch it while when she's like at one of her groups or something that i don't go to and no harm no foul mm-hmm. but then like also on the flip side of that it's like what else would i be willing to watch if if beck's not around and do I do I even want to open that door? Like, do I want do I even want to give that a temptation? Like, if I'm willing to watch this and just ah, you know, it's fine. I just I'll just watch it while she's gone. Don't have to even talk about it. You know, like what else?
0: If you knew I was struggling with it, you mean? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I, but
1: I knew. I mean, you know. But see, um, I've never
0: even struggled with The Walking Dead. It's just like I know that zombies for some reason God has really convicted me on watching zombie movies, so I just knew that was not something that I could do. But see, like,
1: right, I knew that she struggled with the zombie movie thing, right? It's not a struggle for me, Mm. right? So I was like, Oh, it never used to be for me. Right, so I was like, cool, I'll just watch it when when Beck's not around. But, like, I think that that, especially for men, maybe that can cause a slippery slope. Mm. You know, maybe the next thing is is I watch an R-rated movie that maybe it's not just R because there's violence. Maybe Mm. it's R because there's nudity or a sex scene. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, well, uh, yeah, I watched that, but, you know, it wasn't lustful, it was an accident. Mm. And then maybe that slides into, ah, Beck's gone, you know, I'll watch some porn. porn, Yeah. You know, and how far down the rabbit trail do we want to go until it's too late? So because I was already having this, like, like, I'll just watch it and it's not a big deal. Like I was like, nope, it's just time to cut that out of my life because like I'm the spiritual covering. If this is causing this problem, then, and this is the way to fix it. This is an easy fix. And, and let's not have this cause a bigger problem Mm. in our marriage. So it was a really easy sacrifice.
0: Wow. And see, so we never even talked about The Walking Dead. I think you brought it up once as like your favorite show, but it wasn't like we even, you were even like, hey, do you want to watch this with me? And I said, no. Um, I, I have no problem with zombie movies. I used to like them. I used to love like World War Z, World War Z. Um, But, you know, and then uh, God just convicted me. He's like, you're actually opening doors here. So for me, I'm just like, there's nothing wrong with them. Just for me, I'm like, oh, they open doors to something I don't want to be open to. So... Yeah, there's a lot of sacrifice. There's been a lot of putting others ahead of it, the other person ahead of yourself, but I love how you did that. I never realized spiritual covering could work like that. Like that what you did could actually affect my life. And the more I speak to um, men who are married, the more I speak to families, um, you know, I, I remember one one leader said, you know, if I went and masturbated and watched porn, and then I went back to my family and they never knew, I never told them, um, but, they would go from having so much um, unity and being so happy that and I'd come back into the house and they'd be just discord like they'd be like chaos in the house and he and he was like, wow, I opened something in the umbrella, I opened something in the covering and let it through. And he's like, and then if I didn't do it, they would be it would be so harmonious in the house and he could actually tell the difference and that they never knew that he was doing this. I think he kept it a secret for like 10, 10 to 15 years Um, but it was something that, you know, the Lord really worked on him with. Um, okay, cool. So we talked about expectations that were, you know, we've told you about like the real raw, uh, kind of harder side of things just to give you an accurate glimpse into what's going on with us. But let's talk about the good stuff. Like how honestly marriage is incredible. I love being married and I always say to people, I thoroughly recommend it. I love getting to wake up next to this man every day. You are so cute and you sleep. Actually, usually you wake up before me and then you try and stroke me and I get mad because it's too early. Um, Let's
1: stroke my, I um, rub your back.
0: He strokes my back, he rubs my back, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean something bad in America? Yeah, it can. Oh, okay, sorry. He, he strokes my back, or you're like- what rubs. Are you, he rubs. He rubs my back, sorry. Apparently I'm being rude, don't even notice it. Um, he like strokes, oh damn, I can't, uh, darn. That's also, these are not bad words of Australia. Darn, I cannot think of another word. He rubs my back Um, when I wake up and I get to wake up to him. And I love the fact that you want to provide for our family so much. Like, when I say family, I mean you and I. I'm not pregnant or anything, guys, don't worry. <laughs> now announcing on the agape podcast no kidding i would not do that
1: congratulations
0: (laughs) mom and dad you're gonna be
1: grandma and grandpa no not really let you know (laughs)
0: here you heard it here first no 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 but like our family the two of us the chamberlain family um like nick i knew before we got married and that's one of the reasons i knew i could always count on him i said like this man will look after me for the rest of my life and if anything ever happens, he would always be willing to work. And so like Nick every day goes to work and he works so diligently. He comes home just destroyed after a hard day's work. And it's pretty tough manual labor. And so I'm like, oh, to see a man that like would work that hard for me, like um, is like, I will provide for you. I will look after you back. Um, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And I'm probably more old fashioned in that. Like, I'm like, oh, I love it. Like I can totally look after myself and I totally have my own funds and stuff. but. Having somebody who wants to do that is so incredible because I feel like my whole life, I've always had to be independent. I've always traveled on my own. I've worked, I started working at 14. I moved out of my parents' home at 16. Um, I've always had to provide and like kind of survive. And so to have somebody else say, hey, I wanna come alongside you and let's do this as a team um, is so incredible. And then obviously I love sexy time. Um, (laughs) I love me some sexy time. We have a lot of fun together and Our friendship is now translated into a more intimate form of love um which is really cool oh i should have also said guys we struggled a lot in our uh purity in dating as well or like in engagement sorry engagement was super tough like i've had a boyfriend before uh nick where we were together for six months and we did not we were like such such purity that we have never seen i i was like this is so we didn't kiss for like three and a half months with Nick um we really struggled but we were super open about it we talked to our mentors i remember even setting up in front of my revival group at this school, um school ministry that i'm a part of there's like i don't know i think we have like 50 people in our revival group and i was like hey i'm struggling with this we brought community in um and we really let them walk with us through that and i just want to be really honest uh with you guys like we did not do that perfectly we had to fight for our purity we had to fight for on our wedding night like we had not had sex before we got married, but we had to fight for that. Um, it was, it was crazy. Nick would come around me, and I would be like so turned on. <laughs> like he would just look at me, and I'd be like, uh oh, um, I've never had anything like that before. Um, and it was like crazy. It's, I I can't I don't know how to describe it. Like, it was like our bodies were like oh my gosh. And so everyone we spoke to was like, this is a really good thing. If you guys had no sexual chemistry, like. We would think that you actually shouldn't get married. But like the fact that you're struggling is not a bad thing. Now let's teach you how to manage that. And so it was great because there was no shame, no condemnation. We just repented and went, okay, what are we going to do differently? And thank you, Jesus, that you have given us the sex drive. And we get to use it within the confines of marriage in a really good, pure, and holy way. And now, guys, I can totally tell you it was totally worth it um, because the Lord blesses. um, (laughs) And yeah sex within marriage is incredible um and just intimacy honestly just laying in bed and being together and spending time together in that way is just such a blessing um you know combining your life with someone is such a blessing having you know be able to serve somebody and and give and actually care and be like oh you know Nick loves to cook but I actually get to like look after him by cooking after a hard day's work so he doesn't have to and I, I have to be thinking about this stuff and honestly I dropped the ball a little bit in the beginning I was like oh I had this what are you gonna have for dinner <laughs> and I'm like oh he can cook and he's fine with it but he's had a really long day and I'm kind of just made my own thing not thinking about like oh I've got to do something for the two of us Is there's a lot of independence that has to come in together but I, I really do love like caring for each other and at looking after one another and dreaming. How fun is dreaming together, babe? Dreaming
1: great.
0: Dreaming's great. We have so many dreams about things we wanna do and accomplish, and ministry and like singles. We have such a heart for singles, and Nick has such a heart for men, and I have such a heart for women that we're like, oh, let's dream about what we can create for these people. Um, you know, because now that I'm married, I'm more enthusiastic about helping singles to get together than when I was single. Ah, but yeah, when I was single. Because like, this is super fun, super great. And i keep telling people like if i knew what god had for me i wouldn't have doubted his goodness like i wouldn't have doubted that he had a good plan for me i wouldn't have thought that he was withholding something from me to be mean um you know and i really do believe that god's best is better than anything we could ever hope dream or imagine and so i really believe that what we have in our marriage is already so much better than what i thought yes it's difficult but it is incredible and so I really do believe that God's timing was perfect. Like all these years when I was like, God, where's my husband? Where's my husband? Um, like he was married. Um, you know, he, 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 you know, we're going to talk about that whole process another time, but I had to meet him at the right time. Um, and I, and God just really broke down a lot of those things around divorce, which, you know, we'll talk about in, in another episode. But um, yeah, he really did a work. But yeah, it's been incredible. They, what is what is unexpected things that you've loved about being married?
1: Unexpected things that I've loved about being married. Um, I think you touched on it a little bit, but I think one of the biggest ones for me is is um, in singleness and, and even in dating, you you're pretty independent, you know, and so you learn how to go from being um, independent to interdependent. Where
0: um, you're not dependent, but
1: I like that it's 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 safe to rely on somebody. Mm. Um, you don't feel like you have to do everything by yourself, and you get to this place where you want to do things for the other person. Um, sex is benefit um, you know that's just I think that's just a given mm-hmm. that is like given <laughs>
0: yes um,
1: resolving conflict mm-hmm. or even having conflict and and being able to resolve it and fight for one yeah it. Um, mm-hmm. is something so different to me in this marriage than the last Had conflict, we didn't talk about it. Mm. Um, my job made it really easy. I worked out of town. Um,
0: in your previous marriage, you talked yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. My my old job in my previous marriage made it easy. I worked out of town, um, and so it just made it really easy to avoid conflict, and so.
0: It's only, right
1: and it's but it's doing it in a healthy way
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know it's even saying hey i need five minutes i need to go take a walk around the block and process and then i'll be back um, which has happened
0: yeah
1: um and so um and just the like as easy as it is to get into complacency having somebody around um every day having your person around every day is 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 amazing yeah it is um for me i think it's the best thing about being married Mm. it's just having knowing that like beck's beck's gonna be here
0: i'm gonna be home when you get home right yeah um
1: is is super awesome those are those are the things for me.
0: Yeah, that's so true. I love having I love being like, oh we're together. Like I went on a mission trip uh last week for a week and I actually missed yeah, I actually missed Nick when he was gone. Um I was like, oh, you know, my baby. Oh when I was gone, sorry, you were here. And I knew, don't even miss my family. Um oh <laughs> Nick's just peacing out, he he needs to go and get some water. Um, but I, you know, I don't even miss my family when I'm, I'm gone for years sometimes. Um, and I, I just missed him and I was like, my person, oh, he's gone. Where did he go? Or where did I go? And, you know, I get, apparently I get a little confused when I'm traveling. Um, but yeah, I just, it is such a blessing to have your person there all the time. And like we said, sometimes we take each other for granted, but I love being able to walk out and be like, you want to play a game? want to do this and at the end of the night we don't have to go our separate ways we don't have to have a curfew we can just be together he doesn't have to drive me home and nick always used to drive me home if i was tired or um you know he would always at least walk me to the car open my door for me he still opens the door for me every time we get in the car um and just looks after me and cherishes me so well and just hears the lord and hey what should we do even today you know financially um, we were like, oh, you know, how are we going to do this? And something came up and I thought, oh, I really want to give into this. I really want to sell into this. He came and gave me his phone with his cash app and said, here, ask the Lord how much to send and send that amount. And I promise I'll be okay with it. Um, and I was like, oh, wow, I just so appreciate how he hears the voice of the Lord. Um, he's choosing to trust God in every area, including finances, which I know is a little bit hard sometimes. But just showing up and going, you know what, Um, I'm here, I'm not going anywhere, and we are going to work through this together, I'm your person. And then having somebody in your corner going, that's amazing, babe, what are we gonna do next? Like, yes, let's do that, yes, let's do that. Um, It's just such a gift. So yeah, I really recommend getting married, Um, and that's why now we are so passionate about helping singles to find their people um, and to just really thrive as they do it. Like, we were both pretty healthy when we met, in the sense of like, you know what, we've he- we healed a lot of the things in our hearts. So I don't feel like we're very dependent upon one another. He goes and does his thing. I do- go and do my thing. Um, we haven't had a lot of really big things come up. It's just those little foxes that come into the garden uh, that we've kind of had to deal with and navigate and, okay, how are we going to fix this? How do we work on our communication? Um, and so even if you're the healthiest person ever, there's still gonna be things that come that come up obviously, but I love the idea and I, and I think it's so valuable to work on your heart, work on your stuff, get healing for the past, and then walk in as healthy as possible to your marriage because it's going to help safeguard it. It's gonna put out a lot of fires before they even start. Um, so yeah, I can't wait. Nick has um, had to leave, <laughs> unfortunately, um, but, Next time, we are definitely going to talk some more. I, we are going to go through Nick's divorce story. Um, it's incredible just what the Lord brought him through with that. And I'm really excited to share it. I personally never thought I was going to ever date somebody who's been divorced, let alone marry them. Um, you know, I remember back in the day just being like, nope, that's a definite no for me. Um, and I think that was personally for me just being naive. Um, and then when I saw somebody, when, when it became a person, not a... A story or a, or a marital status on a dating site for instance divorced uh, when it says that it became an actual person in front of me who I who I adored um, that all just really changed and God just really spoke to me about it and then when I heard his story and what had happened um, I was just like wow okay I definitely will not hold this against you at all <laughs> um, so yeah I'm really excited to share that and give hope to people who are divorced um, and if you're watching this sorry obviously not watching this but listening to this just to, to give you hope for the future and the amazing destiny that the Lord has for you. Because um, I really do believe that he, oh, he's so good. He is, oh, I'm just feeling the presence right now, just completely enveloping me. Um, but I hope this has brought you some some hope. <laughs> um, I hope that you feel encouraged. But also we brought you into the real and the raw. And you know what? It's not always pretty, but we want to be really honest with you guys. And so, yeah, I hope this has breathed life and um a bit of reality into you know what yeah the lord told me this and it's great and we're going to be happy forever oh and i think a really good distinction is you know what just because the lord said it doesn't mean that it's going to be all easy and just because it's not easy doesn't mean it wasn't the lord a lot of us go yeah the lord spoke something we're all in and then as soon as it gets hard you know what mm, i actually don't think it was jesus and we let we, we bail um and i'm like oh wow if only we trusted him more um, just because something's hard. Man, see what the apostles went through. See what Paul went through. Uh, <laughs> the persecution and the suffering and even the suffering that were promised. Um, but it actually produces character and perseverance within us. And I think it's a really good thing. But we tend to shy away from it because we don't want the painful road. We want the easy road because um, it feels a lot better, right? But um, I can honestly say marriage is so incredible. Um, and any, mar- any married person you, you meet will probably say, you know what? It's, it's work. Um, but nothing worthwhile is worthwhile is easy. And so I, I just, I promise you it, it is so worth it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to leave it there because I could just keep rambling. Um, but you guys are amazing and I totally believe that God has an amazing person for you. So I just want to pray for you. Lord, we just thank you for every listener. Lord, I thank you that you have prepared their paths and they have an incredible destiny. And today, I just pray for perseverance, Lord, perseverance for the dream in their heart to be married. Lord, perseverance through the things they might be suffering with um, in their singleness, Lord. I pray an increase of perseverance, Father, to have um, have the faith to continue to contend for their husband or wife, Lord. And I just pray that you will speak to them and continue to speak to them about the person that you have for them. And I ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.